Welcome to the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kira Whitaker. Each week, we'll have thoughtful conversations about movement, mindset, nourishment, and even some lifestyle. So let's dive into this week's episode. All right, you guys, something very exciting. As many of you know, we spent most of 2023 building and enhancing our membership. It was a new offering that we created to support you in all of your health and wellness needs. And it's finished. We have it completely built out. We have countless courses in there. We have the entire therapeutic yoga library in there. So hours and hours and hours of on-demand therapeutic yoga videos for you. We have my signature health coaching course, Arden Activate in there, as well as a workbook that goes along with it. We also have health and wellness master classes that cover specific areas of health and wellness that are exclusive to member. So you can't get them anywhere outside of the membership. So here's what we've decided to do to better support you, make this membership as accessible as possible. The new price of the membership starting December 1st is $39.99 a month. You heard that right. So for less than $40, you get unlimited access to all of our courses inside of the membership. So go ahead Go to the show notes, click on the membership, join us today, and drastically change your health and wellness. Bye. Welcome back to the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kira Whitaker. Today, you guys, we are going to be talking about something that I love to talk about, which is breath work. So last week, we covered different ways that you could and can help avoid and navigate a state of burnout throughout the holidays. And while I gave you different things to think about, I gave you some thought-provoking tips, I wanted to follow up with some tools for not only stress management, but also stress resilience. There are so many different times throughout life where we can have all of our armor on. We can have the best intentions. We can be so well nourished and, you know, be in the best state of mind. And life happens. Things out of our control happen and we then have to navigate our nervous responses. We have to navigate our stress. We have to see how we can help that move through and out of the body. And so one thing that I thought that could be helpful is if we talked a little bit about breath work. So breath work is something that I not only teach to all of my therapeutic yoga clients, but it's also something that sometimes in health coaching, I'll suggest if I have somebody that's specifically seeking me out for health coaching because they need help with stress management. So it's something that is just a cornerstone in yoga therapy for me with my clients, but it's also something that I do utilize and I present to clients if that's something that they're wanting some help and support with in health coaching as well. So the majority of my insight and practice in this and implementation in this is more uh, is more through the lens of a yoga therapist. So because I'm an internationally certified yoga therapist, I implement therapeutic approaches 
of yoga to clients to help specifically with things that they need. And breath work is something that can help with just about anything, to be honest. So today I want to talk to you about why breath work is beneficial, some ways that you could implement breath work. And then I'm also going to go through some guided breath work with you in real time. So you can actually do it with me while you're watching or listening to the podcast. So let's maybe start with just why breath work helps and also how it affects our nervous system. So we'll just do like a very, very, very quick and not in-depth, maybe bird's eye view of stress responses, the nervous system and breath work. So when we talk about our stress and our body's response to stress, a lot of you might think of or go to the phrase of fight or flight. So our sympathetic nervous system is kind of our stress response part of the nervous system. And what it does is it tells your body fight or flight. It tells your body to go it tells your body to stop. You can think of it like the body's, the nervous system's gas pedal and brake, okay? And so the reason for that is very straightforward. It's from an evolutionary standpoint, we needed to know how to survive. We needed to know how to run from a mountain lion and survive. We needed to know in our bodies to not have to think, to respond and go, right? And so what happens is the body releases cortisol, the heart rate goes up. Sometimes the digestive system will respond because the body knows we have to conserve as much energy as possible to go. We cannot deal with digestion right now. It's got to go. So many things within the body start to happen when you're in a stress response and it uses up a lot of our energy, a lot of energy. All hands are on deck when we're in fight or flight, when we're in a stress response. That's why a lot of people feel such a crash after an an emotionally or physically stressful situation is because your body exerts so much energy from so many different energy storages in the body. Now, on the other hand, you have the other part where the nervous system downregulates, where it says you're safe, everything's okay we can pause. Now, that's great. The issue is, is not a lot of people know or aware or have been taught the tools to get their body to that state on their own. And that's what we're going to talk about. So our body's relaxation process, so it calms down our physical response to anxiousness and stressful situations. That's one way that we respond when it comes to stress. That's one way that our body will interpret it and one way that relaxation can help navigate that, specifically when it comes to breath work. So I always tell people, you can think about your breath in two different ways. If you're scared, do you take a deep, long, lengthy inhale and exhale or do you suck in breath immediately? Is it shallow and quick? So that can give you a little bit of a picture of what your body does with your breath when you're in a state of stress. Your breaths typically will get shorter. They'll remain higher up in the lungs, so more of a chest breath than a lower belly breath or diaphragmic breath. You'll also notice when you're in a state of stress that a lot of times the breath not only gets more rapid, 
So the inhales and the exhales are quicker. But also a lot of times the inhale, so the air you take in gets more robust than the actual oxygen that you put back out, which can mimic almost a gasp. And the interesting thing about your parasympathetic nervous system is in order to activate that response that tells your body that everything's okay, we can calm down, you're safe, that is executed through your exhale. So you can take a really, really big breath in, but unless you're getting the exhale in with it, the body might not get the signal that it's okay, we don't have to remain in fight or flight anymore. And so that's one way you can think of how your breath in an instant of instance of stress is going to respond and react. One reason that the breath is important when it comes to just taking full inhales and exhales, so not living in this really shallow, rapid breathing cycle, is when you're able to take in more oxygen, it puts oxygen in your bloodstream. Therefore, the body is oxygenated. That means more oxygen is going to go to your organs. That means more oxygen is going to go to your brain. So you can also think about your brain needs oxygen. How can we nourish the brain through our oxygen? How can we nourish the brain so that we have better cognitive function, right? So your breath is also going to help get oxygen into your body. It's going to help you get it into your bloodstream, and then your blood cells can take that oxygen all throughout the body and deliver it appropriately, all right? So breath work. When people come and see me in my studio, a lot of times, specifically for yoga therapy, a lot of times people will say, well, I just, I really want to work on controlling my brain. Um, I'm really stressed. A lot of times people will come and see me for different pain issues. So whether it be acute or chronic pain. And the one thing that I see is people don't know how to breathe. They're breathing, but they don't know how to navigate or regulate their breath. And that's something that something that I typically have to spend quite a long time getting people comfortable with and training people to do because it's so foreign to people. We are taught in gym class to run. We are taught in school to read. We are not taught as children or adults, typically in any institution that we go to, to manage our stress and how to breathe properly, all right? So a couple of things for you to check in with, evaluate. If you're like, well, I want to I wanna learn how to breathe properly. I want to learn a, a, an easy, straightforward breathwork practice, Kira, that can help me feel like I can manage my stress and oxygenate my brain. A couple of things you need to ask yourself. Does it feel doable to breathe in and out of the nose? A lot of people are mouth breathers. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. And you will hear all different ways to breathe in different movement practices, whether it be a workout class or Pilates, whatever. I always ask my clients, I say, if you are able to inhale and exhale with ease through your nose, let's try to do that. If you have any sort of issues obstructing your airway, or if you even have acute congestion, please feel free to breathe through your mouth. I want you to move air as easily as possible in and out of your body. 
if it is doable and it's just more of a habitual habit to breathe out of your mouth, I do like for people to try to breathe in and out of their nose. It's going to be easier to regulate your inhale and exhale, meaning you're going to be able to drag it out a little bit longer versus just kind of bellowing out all of the air at once. You also have different filtration systems within your nasal passages that are going to help filter out your air. So that is always my preference. It takes some time if you're not used to it, but eventually your body starts to make it more of a habit. So breathing in and out of the nose. The other thing that you want to pay attention to is where does the breath go in my body? So I like to cue my clients. I like to say, we're going to start by just inhaling in through the nose. And I just want you to notice how it feels. Notice the breath as it enters through the nostrils. What is that sensation in the body? Notice as the breath starts to travel through the nasal passages down to the back of the throat. And we'll pause there. We think of lungs a lot when we think of air and breathway, but your entire airway starts at the nose and goes all the way down to the diaphragm. So how does the breath feel as it goes through the lungs, or I'm sorry, through the nose and down the back of the throat? Then I might ask my client to pay attention there. Is there any irritation in the throat? Is there any cueing for your body to clear the airway? If so, feel free to cough. Don't fight it. And then from there, we'll notice the breath as we inhale and the chest starts to rise. So the chest is going to be where the top of the lungs are. We're going to notice on the inhale, the lungs fill up like a balloon. And then on the exhale, we notice that the chest starts to fall. That's because the oxygen in the air is leaving the lungs and they're starting to deflate like the air coming out of a balloon. So that's a visual for you. From there, we want to take the air a little bit deeper down and then maybe start to notice the rib cage and a little bit of movement in the belly because the lungs are down there too. You've got two big cylinder lobes of the lungs. So the lungs are just not under your collarbones. They go all the way down. And so what I like, that was really fast, by the way. That was not me inviting you to do that with me. That was me giving you kind of a picture of how I navigate through the body to introduce the breath to people. And so you can already see from that, it's not just breathe in, breathe out, listen to your breath, notice your breath. It's very, very specific and it takes a while. There's, there's a lot of detail there so that you can feel and notice the breath in your body. What I notice a lot of clients have a hard time with when they're starting out is their lung capacity. So let's say, well, I like to do it on a count. So we'll say most of my clients can probably breathe on a two count or a three count, meaning inhale for one, two, they're about to get out of breath, exhale for one, two, okay? That's a way that you can measure it. You can ask yourself, okay, what is my comfort level? I can inhale one, two, three. That starts to feel a little forced. I'll exhale that out. The good news is, is that your lung capacity can build up over time. You think about how long a swimmer can hold their breath. They have the same lungs that you do. They've just conditioned their lungs in a different way than we have. And so you can eventually start to gradually build up your body's ability to inhale and exhale a little bit longer. One thing that I really like to invite clients to do is if you're comfortable with a two count, an inhale, one, two, exhale, one, two, let's see if we can invite the exhale to be just a little bit longer, right? Because that exhale is what's going to help tell that fight or flight response in your body. You're safe. 
It's okay. So I really like to say, okay, well, let's do two. Inhale, one, two, but exhale, one, two, three. So just dragging the exhale out a little bit longer can start to help regulate the nervous system pretty immediately. All right. And there's other things that you can do as you as you move along. Um, but these are just some really straightforward early on. How can today, as I'm listening to this podcast, I start to introduce a breathwork practice into my life to help reduce my stress? So the next thing we're going to do is I'm actually going to just take you through some breath work. I'm going to take you on through it just like if you were sitting in my studio with me, just like if you were on a screen with me and you're a yoga or a coaching client, this is what I would do. And so if you want to do some breath work with me, you can stay tuned. If you're like, thanks, Kira, I got the info. I'll come back to it later. You you can no longer be listening or watching. But the first thing that I'll invite you to do is you can just close your eyes if you're comfortable with that. The reason for this is we want to eliminate as many visual distractions as possible because we want to be able to come into our body. We want to be able to pay attention to our senses. If you're not comfortable closing your eyes, that's totally fine. You want to set your gaze on something in front of you that's not going to move. So still trying to reduce as many visual disruptions as possible. And then from there, you can maybe roll your shoulders up, down, and back a few times, up, down, and back, creating space in the neck. And then just notice your breath. Don't feel any pressure to change the breath. Don't feel any pressure to regulate it. Just notice where you're at, noticing where your body's baseline is. And then from there, you can slowly start to invite the breath in through the nose pause and exhale out through the nose and then again inhale in through the nose and exhale out through the nose inhale in exhale out softening the jaw softening the shoulders And you can repeat that as many times as you want. You can inhale, exhale 15 times. You can do it three times. You can do it one time. A little bit of breath work goes a long way, okay? It's simple. It's it's not overly complex. I don't want to say it's easy because it's something that you have to learn how to do. But it's not overly complicated, okay? So let's go ahead and summarize. I know this was a really, really kind of quick crash course, but what we covered is how breath work can help you regulate your nervous system. We talked about what your nervous system, when it comes to the parasympathetic nervous system, what it is, why it works like it does, how our body responds to that specific nervous system in the body. And then we talked about how I utilize breath work with my coaching clients and my yoga therapy clients, talked about why people will seek me out for breath work, specifically how we use it. Then I talked about some things that you need to think about and look for in your own body if you want to participate in a breath work practice. Then I take you through a very brief breath work practice in real time, okay? If 
you found this helpful. And if you're like, Kira, I need more than the three breaths you just guided me through on a podcast or on YouTube, we do have breathwork videos in our therapeutic yoga library. You don't have to buy the entire library. You can, but we have individual videos that I think are 20 bucks and you can watch them as many times as you want. We have multiple breathwork um, videos in there. So it takes you from day one, beginner, beginner, and then it gives you more advanced practices so that you can continue to build up your breathwork practice as you get more comfortable in it. Um, so we'll put those in the show notes. That way they're easy for you to find. So if this is something that you want to explore more and maybe start to implement into your movement practice, your yoga practice, or just everyday life, it's there for you. We definitely have that support. Um, I think that's all for today, guys. I feel like I moved through that so quick. It's something that I could I could probably do a week-long course in, but I like a short podcast. I don't have time these days to be listening to 15 podcasts a week that are all an hour. So I'm really trying to keep our podcast under 30 minutes when I can. And I think we're at like 19 minutes. So with that, I'm going to wrap up. If you have any more questions specifically about today's episode and breath work, please don't hesitate to reach out. I am so happy to talk to you about this, to troubleshoot this with you. Again, this was me just barely scratching the surface of stress management, stress resilience tools and breath work. So if you've got more questions, I'm always, always happy to dive deeper into this stuff with you. Um, I think that's it. Okay, until next time, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the Art Yoga and Wellness Podcast with yours truly, and I'll catch you next time. Bye. Did you know that as a listener of the Art Yoga and Wellness Podcast, you get 15% off of any of our programs and courses? Yes, any of them. Look down at today's show notes. You'll see the discount code for listeners. You can apply that at checkout and get 15% off. All right, you guys, that's a wrap for another episode of the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Your support means the world to me. If you would be so kind as to rate and review the podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on today, it would be really, really appreciated. It. it helps other people find out about the podcast. It helps us continue to grow. If you would also take a screenshot of today's podcast on your phone, share it on your social media, tag us, we'll share it. That's another way that you can help support the podcast and help more people find out about all of the conversations that we're having around health and wellness. So until next time, I will see you on the next episode of the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Bye guys.